looks like I'm in the right levels. With the right microphone. You better hope so. Right place, right time. Five more minutes, I'm gonna crack a pirate water. Oh man, those are dangerous, be careful. They're like, pure sugar too. Well, it's essentially Hawaiian punch and gasoline. Yeah, fermented gasoline. <laughs> I was listening to the craziest podcast about the um, history of anatomy, and it really made me realize why there's an anatomist alley in Leopardstadt. <laughs> it's just wild. They're learning. Yeah, I mean, there weren't really surgeons before there were anatomists. It came anatomists first, and they're like, oh, this is why this person died, because they were cutting open people. And they were like, oh, I bet I could fix that before the person died. And then it evolved into that. But I guess finding bodies was really, really difficult in a super religious society. Oh, yeah, you see that trope a lot. The old-timey anatomists are getting, like, body snatchers to deliver them bodies. Or grave robbers, rather. Igor, Dr. Frankenstein. Uh-huh. My dad just reread that book. My mom had just read it before him. It's classic, of course. Oh, doc- Dr. Frankenstein? <laughs> yeah, my dad got this crazy idea. It was wild. So they were they were talking about, like, there was a body shortage in London, and so they they made this law because people were essentially grave robbing, and they were like, okay, but the, the convicted prisoners that we hang, which was, like, all the time back then, capital punishment was just, like, rampant um could be sold to the highest bidder and so you would have these gallows and you know the families outside of the whatever in the viewing area and then all of these anatomists slash surgeons are like waiting underneath the gallows for the guy to fall and like he would fall and like you know the eventuality would happen and then they would just like cut the rope and all these surgeons would like try to fight the crowd to get the body away it was was like it was morbid as fuck it was wild it was like holy shit you know and they the family wants to bury them but they were a criminal so like their body belonged to the state so but these guys needed to like advance the history of medicine it's like it's really weird whose side you should be on hindsight 2020 of course (laughs) <laughs> well, with 2020 hindsight, whose side are you on? Well, I mean, uh, that's an interesting question, um, because the way that the story started was um, I didn't realize how legal body snatching is today, and it kind of is a thing. Um, so some states have passed a law that you can't um, own a they're called body brokers and you can get like a license for it and you know in california you can and you can own a a mortuary and like crematorium right so if people donate their body to science right uh these people will take them and sell their body and like the average body's worth about like five grand or something and but a body's worth more cut into pieces And so they will, you know, dissect the pieces into certain spots and then, like, sell them off. And um, in Colorado, they made a law that you can't own a body brokerage and a a mortuary. But I think that a lot of people in California do have both. And they will sell off parts of you and then cremate some of you and give you back to the family. Or maybe cremate someone else or cremate a bunch of people and you don't know exactly who you're getting. And it's it's kind of an odd practice. Like, feet are really expensive. Tell me about it thousand bucks a piece or 800 bucks a piece so they might just cut your feet off and sell your feet and then throw them in the fucking thing and then you know it's it's wild i don't i don't know about feet but you want a toe i can get you a toe <laughs> i mean there could <laughs> be money in, in 20 minutes just saying i wonder if the body brokers wear like big colorful green and purple fur coats and like hats with feathers in them and gold chains and death pimps yeah yeah they're body brokers but they're (laughs) probably more subtle i I could be wrong but probably more subtle yeah i imagine they have like uh fingerless gloves and like chimney soot on their face (laughs) i mean stovetop hat with the top broken this is not 1700s england (laughs) i mean that's where i get my bodies 
How the hell is everyone doing this evening? Tired as fuck. You still doing school stuff? Yeah. So cool. That was so fun. I got like, <laughs> I think in just labs alone, I had like six and a half hours of lab work this week. Yuck. Where I've been out of college for like, man, I don't even know, 12 years or something. And I still have stress college dreams, like every once in a while. And it freaks me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. What kind of labs are you doing with? Uh, these ones are for like setting up cloud infrastructure. Cloud? Oh, like, like cloud computing infrastructure. So setting up like <laughs> remote servers and virtual machines and like storage and databases and stuff that go along with it. Jetstream. Johnny's like, did you turn into a scientist? Yeah, I make I make I make clouds. I'm like, my man's building cumulonimbus over here. <laughs> Nimbi. Nimbuses. Nimbusal. Yeah, I've been working on my contrail technology. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Pretty low tech. Not they had that figured out. All them hippies <laughs> seem to think that they did. <laughs> Someone's got to put them there, and that's where I come in. It just makes me think of the movie Con Air for some reason. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> some good hair. My hair is a bird. Your argument is invalid. It's <laughs> a deep cut. Yeah, that's an oldie. <laughs> And this is such a complicated map to do dynamic lighting on. There's like three different levels. You're going to bitch about it for two sessions, and then you're just going to take it all off. So, I mean, should we just rip that band-aid off now, or <laughs> what? Yeah, don't worry about the lighting. We'll just pretend Wait, we don't Didn't you say there was also like fires underneath each of the vats that was like illuminating the room? Yes, I added light sources to each of the vats. But I mean, like, so... My instinct is to put walls around the vets, but you can see past them on every other level except for the bottom level, but on the bottom level, you wouldn't be able to see around them. So, like, the dynamic lighting only works for, like, one level. Mm. Uh, so I just didn't do that. We can use our imaginations. So uh, I know. It's a big ask, but... I like big asks. <laughs> but do you lie about it? <laughs> I don't think he can. <laughs> Cannot lie. You know what we can do is get to that beautiful map. Yeah. Why don't we go to the map? Where y'all are balls deep in Vorkstag and Grind's chemic works. You had come back, broken in, re-entered, to be met with a seemingly empty room full of vats churning and bubbling with bleach and acid. You... Explored very briefly just the uh, oops. that's not what that token is supposed to be. Right here. Um, came in, explored briefly this big dark room full of bleach and acid vats, and then a little ugly looking that's rude. You know, we don't know what he's been through. <laughs> he looks mad though. What do I have here? What do I call him? Oh yeah, little angry, ugly dude. <laughs> oh, that's not nice either. Yeah. No wonder he's angry. I had to rile him up for you guys. This little angry gnome-looking dude comes out with an axe and one Olga Slovak, Zeke's old flame, who participated in his kidnapping. She's bound at the wrists and screaming for help, claiming they made her do it. Please save me. While you see three larger, more gruesome-looking mongrel men pile out. Got a little bit of better pictures of them, too. He's got goat legs and a gorilla arm and a lobster arm. And I don't know what's going on with his head. Part insect, part... Bad. I don't, I don't know. Surat, you got the second guy. I just described the bug-eyed bossy boy. All right, horny bossy boy over here. Again, um, 
trying to think of a good way to uh, describe it. I mean, they they humanoid figure, um, one furry arm, the other maybe half bat, half bug looking uh, things with definitely some mandibles coming out, wearing um, uh, what could only be described as a sash with a spear and some um, some type of. Um, charms hanging off it. I mean, I'm not really even sure. These guys look terrifying and uh, impressive. They definitely don't look uh, like the other mongrel men that we saw. They're not cute dog-faced lads. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, gross. That one has a mouth on his boob. (laughs) Oh, that's the guy I saw when I was tied up. That's the same dude. Oh, thanks for warning us about him. (laughs) (laughs) What help would that have done? Well, thanks for listening to my story. <laughs> this guy's got like one gorilla arm with some insect legs coming out of his ribs, as well as a mouth coming out of his chest. A normal mouth, um, more eyes than he needs. And then his other arm is like an Akira lobster or something. Gnarly. <laughs> Are they just, they, they just have claws and. and fangs and stuff, or do they have weapons too? The one has a spear, the other two have big clubs, as well as their claws. And last week I said they jumped off of the 40-foot platform like an idiot because I was just trying to think in in the moment cinematically. I'm retconning that. (laughs) Don't hate me. Too late. Everybody gets one. (laughs) Aww. Don't hate me anymore. (laughs) Don't care for the cut of your jib. (laughs) And... I think it's probably appropriate to go ahead and just roll for initiative right out of the bat when they come out, because it's on like Donkey Kong. Sounds fair. Get these cool bullet dice that I got today. Uh, I'm going to see how these things size it up. It's a pretty good roll. First off, fuck yeah. I got a nine. Continuing my streak. Just absolutely excellent initiative. 20%. Sormax looking good. Natural 17 for a 23. I see that a mongrel man with uh, the name of Princess also has a 23. Yeah. I also rolled a natural 17, but for a 25. Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks like Zeke's on the top of the round. Quick boy. Warning. Incoming game. Warning. Incoming game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, the angry little gnome standing there with an axe. We have Olga screaming for help. Zeke! Zeke, please save me! You don't know what they're like! As Princess there has a hand on her. And Ezekiel Kane is up next, standing 15 foot off the cellar floor on this 15 foot wide platform just through front entrance, right next to a 10 by 10 bubbling vat of acid. Alright, um, and just, uh, just one more quick rundown, so, uh, pig-headed bossy boy, or whatever it is, is, what, 15 feet above me on a platform as well? So, the platform that the three big guys and the gnome and Olga is 25 feet above you. 40 feet from the basement floor. Oh shit, I wouldn't even be able to see that dude then the dude that's above me. It's a little challenging to do this from a top down, but I can I can jive. Yeah. See what Turkey. I mean? <laughs> Damn. How do you even get up there? So there is a ladder I see, but it's is that like balanced on top of one of the vats? So there's a ladder down to the basement floor right where you're standing off the platform you're on. Yeah, yeah. There's a ladder Correct. to the north uh, that leads from the basement floor up to the top of that vat. And then there's this ladder in the center of the map to the south is leading from the top platform down to the top of the vat. Bro, OSHA would have a heyday in here. This is the most dangerous operation I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my god. Okay. This is a mess. Oh man. Uh, Why did I choose to go first? Screw you, dice. All right. Now, please at the beginning of your turn, give me a fortitude save. As every round in this room, we'll need to make a fortitude save 
to avoid being nauseated for the round. Ooh, uh, hint, hint there, Megzilla. What? Oh, yes. Because, uh, that'd be super helpful right now. And I believe you all put your scarves on. We did. Your floral orange battle scarves. Yes. So that's what? Plus one? Yes. Okay, plus one to this roll. Um, oh, that's... These dice are rolling great. Um, that's a... If that's a plus one, that's an 18 plus three plus one is, what, 22? That should be fine, right? Yeah, that'll do. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, but I could, like, jump onto this vat that's directly to the left of me because it's 15 feet tall. Yes, so the edge of that vat is, like, almost touching the platform you're standing on. And the edges of the vat are about the half of the thickness of the planks. The planks are 10 inches wide. Say the edge of the vat is, like, 5 inches. What? Jesus. This is a dynamic battlefield, buddy. We chose a bad spot to have this fight. I mean, we could just walk back out and lure them all out into the courtyard. Could we not? Yeah, but they want they want to fight here. They want to do this Joker style. All right, he's going to jump over the railing onto this vat and then move 5, 10 onto, like, in between. Can he get, like, a, a foot on either side? Like, I don't really know what to do. No, I do know what to do. I'm going to do that right there. Right? So what do, what do I got to do? 5, 10, and then uh, can I stand, like, in between those two, or do I have to, like, there's no uh, square for that thing. For so that plank. It's got, it will be an acrobatics check to move <laughs> across the narrow surface. Great. I can nail that. That's one thing I'm good at. A successful check allows you to move at half speed across the surfaces. One check per round, or per surface, if it changes. Um, so you can give me the check for the walking around the edge of the vat. Okay. It's a 23. Okay. That'll do. Okay. And then I will... Do I have to give you another check to walk across the board? The board's easier to walk across than the vat. It would be another check, yeah. I mean, it says one check per round, but I imagine, like, if something is a different DC, it would be a different check. Does that make sense? I would think if the DC is going up, it would be a new check. If it's going down, you've already shown you're dexterous enough that round to handle the easier or the harder check. Sounds good to me. I'll allow it. Okay, he's going to move over to the other vat. Oh, wait, half speed. 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, no, he doesn't. So he's going to only move there because half speed would put him in the middle of that board. That's a dangerous place to fight. And he will look up to him and he'll say, You know, I can't exactly trust you from last time. Why don't you come down here and fight me? And I think he's just going to ready in action in case anybody gets in range. That's what he's going to do. All right. See what happens. I don't know what's going to happen yet. Let's find out. What's your ready in action? You have your rapier out? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's had it out since last time. So I've had a question about this map for a week now. There are... Seven vats, four green, and three kind of bluish turquoise. And you said that it's acid and bleach. Stormac might not know which is which, but Zeke probably does. Yeah, one of you did pass a craft alchemy check after session last time to identify that they're acid and bleach. But which is which is my question. Asking for Zeke. <laughs> uh, a would be acid. Let's go with that. A, you say. A for uh, acid, C. B for bleach. Oh, <laughs> okay. We don't have those. Uh, that's a, that's only on my map. Whoops. If if cartoon <laughs> tropes taught me anything, the green ones are acid. They're they're, they're both great. <laughs> one's teal. <laughs> or blue, blue for bleach. Yeah, let's go lime green for acid. All right, so there's four acid vats and three bleach vats. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Zeke, that's your turn. Yeah, I kind of want to just see how this plays out a little bit. I just want to see what happens. What they do, how they move, what their plan is. Alright. So, Nomi Boy is up next. He's going to pull some things out of his pocket, muttering something to himself. He tosses it up in the air, this, like, black dust, and a large 20-foot radius area on the platform above 
becomes concealed in darkness. On the platform above him, or where he... He is on the platform above you. Oh, oh okay, okay. So this would be the Circle of Darkness, covering Olga, Princess, and Five Head, and the whole corner of the catwalk above in a cloud of darkness, and he runs and disappears into it. Stormak is up next. Sure that little fella can pull that thing out, use it, and run? (laughs) Uh, He is casting a spell and moving, so yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I agree with Meg. This is not inviting, but we've got really no other way to enter this. So, um, Stormak will go north through this room, uh, 20 feet, 25 feet up to this ladder. And as he's approaching the ladder, he will yell up to the only visible mongrel man, whose name is Snot, apparently. <laughs> and, and, and he'll yell at the rest, and he'll say, We give you this chance to surrender. We dismantled your fake dog, and we are here to dismantle this criminal operation. We give you this one chance and he begins uh, well actually maybe instead of climbing the ladder he'll stay on the ground and he'll point at snot and he'll say your friends have left you and he'll roll an intimidate check on that fool that's not great Uh, that's a 14 that's not gonna do unfortunately to demoralize all right You hear some shuffling in the darkness. You hear Olga scream, Ah! And you hear a door open as well. And it is Sidriel Azrenae's turn. Cool, cool, cool. Sidriel's going to get right down to business. And uh, Snot's the only one that's visible, right? Yes. So try to dump two arrows into Snot. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. That make them poison, like poison arrows. arrows. Damn it! <laughs> uh, first attack is a 16 to hit, and he is, uh, I believe, flat-footed currently. A 16 flat-footed is going to hit. Okay, okay. That is 10 points of snot arrow damage. <laughs> uh, second attack is a nine. Miss G7. Okay, so yeah, he takes ten point of uh, snot arrow damage, and that will be Zidriel's turn. All right. Oh, yeah, he's outside. That was smart. And I did have the option to get in. You're blocking the way. You can hey. move through her square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't take two. I couldn't do a four-round attack, and like I can't five-foot-step and end in her square. Floor's fat ass blocking the door. Yeah, my fat, small-size ass. You probably see from the bottom corner of this cloud of darkness the Mongrelman Fivehead climbing down the ladder onto the edge of an acid vat. He points a spear at Zeke. He's like, come and get it, big boy! And we see um, Trevor, (laughs) this scared Mongrelman down on the bottom floor, running and cowering behind vats. Just checking. Uh, you can climb up or down a ladder uh, same speed with a weapon in hand. So, closest thing I can find is an item called the escape ladder. It says climbing the ladder is a DC zero climb check. Okay, so we'll call it a DC five to move half speed. Sound good? Makes sense to me. Although I will note the climb skill does also say you need both hands free to make a climb check. Right on. So he will have to stow that weapon. So he'll stow the weapon and probably get halfway down the ladder. Cool. I'm glad that happened to him on his turn instead of me on my turn. <laughs> and Zeke, you see out of the darkness. I'm pretty sure you can't see out of darkness, though. As long as the creature has dark vision, they can see it as normal. I also have dark vision, so can I see in? So you can see right in there as well. Oh, then great. Put him back on there. 
How long does your elixir last? Five hours. Your dark vision lasts for five hours? It's an hour per level. Right on. I feel like you wouldn't be able to see too far past the edge of the walkway, though, from 25 feet down. I'm not sure they would be able to see me. Okay, you hear shuffling back behind that door. You hear Olga scream, Zeke, they're gonna kill me! This mongrel man here, Poot, runs around in the shadows of the edge of the room. They don't look like they're trying to get involved in this fight. They are cowering, and it is Flora's turn. Uh, I, I guess she's gonna tell Daisy to stay and then just, like, run forward and swing her legs over the stairs and try to get down. So you can do a DC 5 climb check, which is probably a, a gimme for most people. What's your climb? Six. So you can move half speed down the ladder. What if I want to move full speed down the Then you take a double move. That's just called jumping off the ladder. <laughs> yeah, then you take falling damage. <laughs> <laughs> you can make an acrobatics check. <laughs> it's DC 15 acrobatics to avoid 10 feet of fall damage. Jesus. All right, I'll, I'll just move half speed. It's fine. How tall is the ladder? It's 15, 15 feet. feet. All right, I get halfway down the ladder. If I'm double moving, right, then I can get the rest of the way? Yeah. Then I'm doing it. I'm at the base of It'll the ladder. It'll take one full move action to get down the ladder. So you'd still have, like, 20 feet of movement at the bottom of the ladder. I'm not sure I would. My sheet says I have 15. That's not right. Which doesn't make sense. I should have, like, 20. Oh, your armor probably slows you down. Let me just double check here, Lab, because I recently transported everything. What kind of armor are you wearing? You know what else you can do? I'm going to have to go last Give him a fortitude save. And what you should have did was did that fucking thing. The, uh... Yep. Danger ward. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I was focused on the ladder. I... Hero Lab says I move 20 feet. The armor I'm wearing is an armored coat. Which I believe slows. It does say slows. Medium armor slows. Yeah, so if your base speed is 20 feet and you're wearing slowing armor, it would go down to 15. Right. So if I double move, then I can go 30 feet. But if I'm at half speed, then I can do 15 feet. So I'm still only halfway down the ladder. All right. Snot is up next. Uh, or does Daisy want to do anything? She's up there. She stays and growls. <laughs> All right. Snot here is going to run into the cloud of darkness, and Zeke and Stormac can see that he is heading toward the ladder, and he's going to begin to climb down it just above five head. And top of round two, we're back to Zeke. All right. Okay, they're going to come at us. Ezekiel Kane is going to stow his sword and take out a short bow. All right. So you remain on the edge of the vat of bleach, pull out your short bow, and it is Angry Little Nomi Dude's turn. Didn't Flora owe you a fortitude save? And I probably do too. Just trying to. Oh, make yes. Sure this Sorry. Is legit. Oh, yeah. Every turn, fortitude save, please. Yeah. 18 plus one, I All guess. Right. So 19. You're good. Do you want Daisy? Uh, yes. Couldn't hurt. He's not doing anything. Yeah. Okay. 17. Not too shabby. Well, that's nice. All right. This little dude is running fast. You see him whip out a small throwing axe and hurls it at Zeke. Throw it. What do you got? Fuck you. It's going to be a 19 to hit. Versus regular AC? Yes, sir. Yeah, that'll do it. Alright. That's going to be five damage. And please give me a fortitude save. Jesus. Fucking, he could poison that thing, too? Fortitude save. Um, that's probably not going to do it. That's an 11. Alright. An 11. Please take two strength damage. Jesus. As this throwing axe whips out of this cloud of darkness that you can see right through, and 
just hurls itself into your side, and you feel this poison start coursing through your veins. And it is Stormax's turn. All right, John. Last week, you said that the ladder that Five Head and Snot are climbing down is fixed to the structure. Yes. But these other ladders, or this one other ladder, is free. Correct. I would like to grab that ladder and move it. Okay. So Stormak grabs the ladder and then moves across the map to the middle of the room closer to the vat that they are climbing down to and I would like to have that ladder be here but not like ready for them to climb down um, still in hand okay is that cool? yep sounds good to me you grab the ladder off the side of the vat and run (laughs) probably a little awkwardly it's really only 15 feet of movement, so call that a full round action. Okay. And Stormac again. Flavor run. Free action. <laughs> well, uh, he, he, he carries a ladder, so I don't know how he can run very well with that. But yeah, he, he uh, as a free, free action, he says, Your chance to surrender is now. It was a ladder flavored run. And that's it. I can me. easily picture a little stocky dwarf like hoofing it across a stone floor holding a ladder. I can totally picture that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> and yelling at people at the same time. It's very on brand. You know, running running ladders. You guys athletes. I mean, it's, it's funny. <laughs> Alright. Up next is Princess the Mongrel Man who steps back up to the edge of that platform still in the cloud of darkness and he's holding something in his hand which he throws down at Stormak. I thought Princess took Homegirl back through that door to the south. He did. Oh, he was back. Alright. Yeah. Um <clears throat> she is still screaming back there and he comes out and in his non crab arm he throws a pouch of some sort at Stormak. It is a Tanglefoot bag. I believe that's just a ranged touch attack. He attempts to hit Stormak with a Tanglefoot bag. It's gonna be an 11 versus touch. Dodge. Alright. And he's just snarling, kind of holding on the edge of that platform, looking angry. And... Sidriel Azernay is up next. Okie dokie. Um, Sid is going to five foot step up into the room. He's going to take a move action to reach into the old handy haversack and pull out a scroll. And from that scroll, he is going to cast Fog Cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, centered... Um, up on the top of this thing. Sorry for a second. Did everyone do their fortitude saves? Oh, um... Here, let me do my last two guys, actually. That's... Okay, they're good. And Sid, moving into the room, you would have to do one as well. Now or at the end of my turn? Uh, at the beginning of your turn. Uh... That's an eight. So I'm nauseous. Well... It says for every round you spend in the chamber. Uh, so we'll say it's at the end of your turn. Yeah. Okay. So you get fog cloud off and then you'd be nauseous. Gotcha. Okay, and we're going to center the fog cloud um, up on the so like, uh, up at the top of the platform. Like, so, it's, so it's up there with them and it's a 20 foot radius of fog. Okay. And so, yeah, they can no see through the fog. Alright. How come it's bigger than mine? <laughs> <laughs> It's perfectly normal, Johnny. Uh, because you didn't do a 20-foot radius. I guess not. Uh, but yeah, they're all effectively blind up there. All right. And then Sid starts... I don't feel so good. (laughs) 
I rolled a Fortitude for Stormax last turn, and I rolled a 10. I know we covered this last time, and you just said it's a DC 12, but this really feels like a poison. <laughs> and, I've, and I've got a plus 3 versus poison, so I, I gotta bring that up. It's poison for your lungs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, is acid poison? It's acid fumes. If you died from it, would they call it acid poisoning? Hey! You know, is good. the lead in your pencil poison? No, but if you die from it, it's lead poisoning. So, yeah, there you go. The lead doesn't give you a plus three. I mean, technically, yes, lead is a neuro neurotoxin. Yeah, see? <laughs> um, it's acidic fumes. But you don't have lead in your pencil, you have you have graphite, and uh, graphite will not kill you. Alright, I retract Just that example. Fuck. It's not like coursing through your veins... It is just burning up your lungs. Okay. Well, then, if it's not poison, then I, I fail the fortitude save. Right. You are nauseated for the round. Gotcha. Five head. All right. Preemptive fortitude save. He gets down onto the ledge of the acid vat and starts balancing his way across. Let's get the acrobatics here. Alright. Alright. He is good to go half speed. So he was fine. He uses a move action to finish the ladder and then he gets to the ledge of this bleach and he is balancing, and he's staring Zeke down who is just across the way on the edge of another vat of bleach. Trevor and Poot cower in the corners. Out from the side of the fog cloud, we see a familiar face. The man in the top hat who was throwing bombs at you. You hear him yell from inside the fog cloud, Shut up, winch! And he comes out and he's like, you should all really not be here. This is terrible for business. He's going to throw a bomb, I believe. I believe throw splash weapon is an increment of 10 feet. So it's going to be a minus 4 to this roll. That is going to be a 16 against touch on Zeke. Oh, yeah. All right, that's going to be 10 acid damage. Jesus. As this acid bomb flies across the room, lobbed right down at you, and explodes. The acid splashes off of you and into the bubbling bleach at your feet. And it's Flora's turn. Okay. Um... Flora, where do you want this ladder? Uh... There's good, or like right under the other one. You know, easiest transition. Is the fog on the upper level, and does it reach the bottom level? It does not reach the bottom level. It would almost, like in the center, it would probably be like five feet from the ground. Or no, it's 40 feet down to the ground, so it would be like halfway there. Okay, so I can move through that area without worrying about um, not being able to see. On the ground. Yeah. Okay. But then once I get up the ladder, I'm in darkness and in fog. Negative. Those are super high up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hop to the bottom of this ladder. Right? Yeah, I'm just going to jump the rest of the way. That's only 15 feet. It's only a 15-foot ladder. You would have only taken 1d6 damage. Uh, You could have just jumped a while ago. You're only five feet from the bottom. Correct. Yeah. You're good. So then I'm going to... She's going to pull out her sling staff and step forward and sling something at five head. All right. That's 22. Oh, yeah. 22 is going to hit. For five damage. And does that uh, probably bludgeoning damage throw off his balance at He all? will have to make a climb check. Oh yeah, actually, Zeke's gonna have to make a, or not climb, but an acrobatics check not to fall from his spot of balancing as well. Um, okay. 
same DC as the balancing. Alright, so he's good. Five head is good. Acrobax is 15. Alright, you're good. Anything else from Flora? I don't think I've got Danger anything else. Danger war. Uh, oh, I've already used my actions. Sorry. Uh, let's have a fortitude save. 18. Alright. 19 with the mask. Alright, you see snot appear at the bottom of the fog cloud coming down the ladder. He'll get to the bottom of the ladder. With the vat? And the top of the vat. They have a f- fucking 50 foot move speed? Jesus Christ. He was already halfway down the ladder. And top around three is Zeke. Let me do that, guys. They passed their fortitude saves. Yep, <laughs> just did. Alright, here we go. Fortitude save. Let's start with that. That's a. What is that? Is that a nine? Yep, that's a nine. Okay. Uh, nine. Uh, barely. Oh, no, no, I passed this with a. What is it? 13? So I passed that one. Okay. Um, okay. Zeke's gonna fucking shoot the guy in the top hat. Because fuck that guy. He's fucking him up super good. Guy in the top hat, we should really leave. Um, well, how about a narrative to the face? Fuck you. That is probably not gonna do it. You wanna leave again? Uh, no, that's what he told us. He's like, you should leave. And I said, hey, oh, okay. fuck you. Okay. Uh, that's a 14 gotcha. to hit. Gotcha. Uh, but I don't think that's gonna play. That's gonna miss. Yeah, and I'm just gonna jump in this bleach over here to kill myself. Okay. <laughs> no, Next. See. No. <laughs> Cool. Alright. So if you're at the edge of the fog cloud, you can see out of it, right? That's how it worked with the manticore. Yeah, that's how I've used it before. If you're on the very edge of it, you can see out. Alright. Well, the little angry dude comes to the edge of the fog cloud, and you can see him hugging the wall and throws an axe at Citriel. So I think he would. When, I think we the way we wanted before is he would uh, still have twenty percent concealment. All right, cool. And he tosses it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. Stupid. That's gonna be a twenty-four to hit. Nope. New. No. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was like, say, wait, wow, what, what leveled up. Is <laughs> there a major armor or something? What's going on here? <laughs> All right, 20% chance. Got him with his own joke there, Wes. <laughs> Q, Q, Q. Uh, it's, oh, no. That one of those was a D8. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's less than 20. <laughs> uh, here we go, here we go. Uh, it's going to be an 82, so that's going to hit for 5 damage and a fortitude save, please. That is a 21. 21. All right. You're all right. Um, but get hit with a throwing axe. You're going to take off my left hand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is Stormax's turn up next. Okay, because I failed my fortitude save last round, all I have is a move action this round, so I would like that move action to be letting the ladder touch the edge of this vat and then begin climbing it. Okay. So I do that, and then I'll give you a fortitude save at the end of my turn here, which it is now, and that's a 20. I pass. All right. And I have a movement of 30, or I have a speed of 30, so I'm, I think I'm at the top of that line. Oh, no, it's it's quarter speed or half after all um, that talk? It's half speed with a DC-5 climb check. Oh, okay. Here's, here's that climb check. 16, so. Good to go. He's to the top of the ladder. All right. You climb up to the top of the acid vat. You can see snot just on the other side of the vat. 
five heads on the bleach vet next to you, ten feet away. And Mr. Princess, I guess you were just here, running and climbing in the smoke of the fog cloud. And it is Sidriel's turn. Sid is going to move outside. Try to catch a breath of fresh air. Alright, no fortitude save since you're outside. Does that clear the nauseous condition at the end of my turn? Yes. So you had been nauseous for this turn, and then you'll be fine beginning of next turn. And five head here. It's going to balance. Let's have that check. Alright. Not too shabby. He moves around the edge of these vats across plank at half speed. Are mongrel men always men? Hmm. Uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't think so. So maybe some of these could just be women, but we didn't know it. Yeah, rude of you to assume, honestly. I mean, that's what I was getting <laughs> at. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's going to continue with a double move to get uh, right up next to Zeke. Balancing on this plank here. And he's going to do his fortitude save. And he, he gets right up next to Zeke. And you see the fumes are starting to get to him. And he's like... <laughs> starts to be sick to his stomach a little bit. Mr. Top Hat up here. He yells out... If you don't leave this premises soon, I'm going to kill your little girlfriend in the other room. Yeah, she kind of asked for it. He throws a bomb at Stormac. Alright, that's gonna miss with a pretty low roll. So from there, we're gonna roll a d8 to see where it lands. Alright, so the bomb is gonna land down on the basement floor, and the splash damage is not going to harm anyone. Yay! And... Good job, team. Trevor and Poot continue to cower. I don't know why, but I love the way you say Poot. <laughs> Poot. Poot. And it's Flora's turn to Poot. Stop it. Um, I'm going to do my fortitude save because I'm remembering that's a 25. And then I'm going to do my fancy skill that Surat has been yelling me about. And I'm going to give everybody... What I call it? Danger Ward. <laughs> For Fortitude. Alright. Cool, 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 cool. If I click this, will it just show you that? Yeah, there it is. All allies within 30 feet. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? Uh, so Sid is 21.2 feet away. If I'm 15 feet uh, up and 15 feet on the diagonal. And then these guys, if, if it's hitting Sidriel, it's hitting the guys on the tanks, too. Spare point. Yep, I'll allow it. Thank you. And then, so that was just a... I think that was standard. Um, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> Good move to the ladder. No. Well, I was thinking about that, but I don't really want to go up into the fog in the in the darkness. You That's could not move her to strong get into point. a position to use your sling staff again on five head. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm gonna go. Uh, or snot. Here. All right. Just like a ten foot shuffle. Cool, 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 cool. Move further into the room, warning everyone. <laughs> That they are inhaling toxic chemicals. Inventing a new dance move called the 10-foot shuffle. If they haven't already noticed, this stuff's burning your lungs. Thanks for the tip. (laughs) You're welcome. Watch out. Be careful. All right. Snot is going to... Can't five-foot step on a difficult terrain, uh, but he's going to move forward to Stormak and attack him with his massive claw. Uh, It's going to be an 11 to hit. I don't think that does it. Not even when I was level (laughs) 1. Alright. And then we're back to Ezekiel Kane at the top of the round. 
Okay. Ezekiel Kane, uh, this guy's coming at me. Pretty sure he couldn't have pulled out a club because of all of his double moves, and I never heard you say that he did. Um, so I'm actually going to jump and try to avoid the damage from here. 15 feet, one acrobatics check, DC 15. Plus eight to this roll, that's a 12. That passes. Um, you can attack, I think. He does have a natural attack. Okay. So he's going to attempt to claw at you. On that balance beam? Bro, that would be very difficult. It's a 22. All right. What do you got? Uh, for eight damage. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. And then the fortitude, if you fail it, you re-roll with a plus four, right? Yep. Yeah, it's a 21. All right. Solid. Now... You guys could see that gnome question mark exits the fog cloud climbing on the wall like yeah. a spider. Yeah. And I, five, I don't like that. Ten. He's going for Daisy and Sidriel. Get him, Daisy. So he's fifteen feet above that ground level. And he is going to Toss an axe at Flora. Alright, same minuses. Here it comes. It's gonna be a 15. Probably gonna miss. Uh, no. Alright. Yeah. Solid. The axe, like, flies down and hits the ground. Tink, tink! Right next to your feet, Flora. He, he, he <laughs> hisses from the, the wall high above you. What the hell is that thing? And it's Stormax's turn. Um, what the hell is that thing, John? I'd like to do a knowledge check on the small angry man. I would also like to be able to do knowledge checks on small angry men. Or large ones. Give me a sense motive real quick. 16. Alright. Um, you're not exactly sure what it is, but you could tell that he is, like, something disguised as a gnome. I see. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. Alright. Now, this is possibly an obvious answer to a dumb question, or, or maybe an interesting conversation, I don't know. Uh, Stormak has taken a vow of peace. The monk must strive to attain peace and may only use violence as a last resort. He can never strike the first blow in combat. If attacked, he must use the fight defensively action or the total defense action for the first two rounds must always give his opponent the opportunity to surrender. Cannot purposefully slay another creature that could reasonably be, reasonably be influenced to flee or join a civilized society. So, it's round four. I've been yelling at these guys for three rounds. They've attacked me. Yeah? Do you think that I can attack them without fighting defensively at this point? You only have to be defensive for the first two rounds? Well, it's it's kind of worded questionably here. He must use the fight defensively action for the first two rounds. So are those the first two rounds that I'm fighting or being fought? I'd say of the combat. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah you are. I'm, I'm, I'm turning fighting defensively off. Yeah, I think you're good. And Stormax says, You are warned! And is going to do a flurry of non-lethal blows on this dude. I'm also going to use my learn from failure technique here as I'm fighting this strange creature. And if my first strike doesn't hit, and my second strike gets a plus one as I am learning from my failures. Here we go. The first one's a 26 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Alright, that's 10 bludgeoning damage. This is non-lethal? Yes. 
track that's non-lethal separately. Ten? Yes. Okay. And then a 19 to hit with my second attack. That'll do. Alright, and then I'd like to spend a key point to do another attack. Alright. That's a 27 to hit, and that threatens a crit. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Yes, sir. And the crit confirms with a natural 20. Oh, two nat... Man, you guys, and you're <laughs> confirming with 20s. <20. laughs> You've been hanging out Get with him. Wesley or something? <laughs> I've never uh, seen the guy. Never met him. <laughs> um, it's true. So, I don't exist. So, uh, <laughs> that crit is uh, 14 damage. All right. This mongrelman, Snot, falls unconscious. No, Snot. And I'd like to guide him to not fall in the acid. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm th- think think about it. I'm I'm landing all these blows. Uh, I'm doing non-lethal damage. I'm not trying to push him into the acid. For sure. Like you, maybe a reflex save to catch him. Sure. 25 reflex save. Okay, that's enough. Look out, Flora! And I push him off. He falls 15 feet. That's gonna, be, that, that, that's gonna be lethal damage. I can't mitigate that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Alright, he takes some damage as he falls down with a hard, wet slap. He cracks his crab claw. Watch it! <laughs> right next to Flora. It's, <laughs> you get snot on you. The fuck was that? That was pretty rad, though. Ew! I gotta say. Very nice. Epic round from Stormak. And here's a fortitude save. Natural 20 for a 27. Good thing I used that skill. Yes, sir. You're welcome. (laughs) Princess gets down onto the vat. He looks down at Snot. You were warned. All of you. (laughs) And... I'm not the bad guy here. You were warned. (laughs) He, let's see, he was 15 feet down the ladder, he gets, uh, so he has to go another 10 feet, 20 feet of movement, he's still got a little movement to get up next to you, and I think he's going to try and bull rush you. Get up next to you. Um, if so that provokes his acrobatics. Yeah, he's got a plus eight. Not bad. Not bad. He passes. Now he twelve. But the bull rush. He does not have improved bull rush, so it's going to provoke from Stormak. Sure. Here's an unarmed strike. Keep bull rush on difficult terrain. I mean, he's just like shoving him. You don't have to, like charge or anything. This will also be non-lethal. Here's the roll. It's a 23 to hit. I want you to shove me on a, a five-inch piece of, uh, of slick wood <laughs> covered in acid. I, I don't think it's as easy as you think. I'll have him do an acrobatics, too. 23 to hit from this AOO. That'll do. Four bludgeoning. I think you could actually arrange that. You guys, you guys could find a slick piece of like two by four and see which one of you can show each other. That'd be good content. <laughs> film it, please. Yeah. yeah. I would. Yeah. Please film that. We should make a side show <laughs> where we try to do the things that we do in the game, like as as close to reality as we can. But it'll obviously just be Johnny and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all for this idea. <laughs> all right. So, CMB. It's going to be a 16. Not super green. No. Alright, so he attempts to shove you off. He's going to do an acrobatics to keep his balance. He rolled high. And that's his wasted turn. Sidreal. (laughs) We've all wasted turns. Uh, Sid is going to shimmy back up. uh, I guess like a little five foot stepper over. Uh, So still outside the door. Looking through, uh, sees this little red-haired, gnomey-looking guy, and try to dump two arrows into him. Right. Okay, so first attack. Ooh, 19 on the die for a large number. Uh, 27 to hit. That'll do. Okay. 
11 points of damage. Alright. Second attack. Uh, 25 to hit. Yes, sir. Or nine more points of arrow face damage. Now we're getting somewhere. Alright, what's that plus one from? Point blank shot, he's within 30 feet. Oh, yeah, very good. Excellent. You put two arrows in him, and he's <laughs> hisses at you. And it is five heads turn, who is going to... I think he's going to jump down after Zeke. Let's see if he can do his acrobatics. Uh, da, da, da. He got a 12. So he takes a d6 damage and falls prone next to Zeke. Nah. He just like... <laughs> hits the ground. Smashes his uh, his forehead horn. Hell yeah. Aww. Does that provoke? Uh, sure. He's coming. <laughs> Why? No, Zeke had a bow out. Oh, yeah. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed like a good idea until I got hit with, like, 10 million acid bombs. Isn't it like one? One million acid bombs. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two and an axe. Oh, yeah. Um, alright. Well, this guy falls down, smashing his face into the ground next to you. And Mr. Top Hat up at the top with his hat. Uh, he's gonna throw another bomb at Stormac. Yeah, those things does he have? One million. <laughs> There's a limit per day. Uh, it's gonna be a 19 versus touch. Let's see here. Let me turn off my nauseated nature. And. Yeah, that still hits. He's got precise shot, of course, right? He does. And he will be including his friend next to you. Uh, it's going to be 12 damage. Isn't there a reflex save on those bombs? Only for the splash part. Yeah, you need a reflex for the splash, but okay. not a direct hit. And we're going to come to Flora. Okay. Snot's on the ground next to me, right? Is he unconscious? Yes. He is unconscious. But Fivehead is not unconscious. Correct. He is. Princess is up on the vat? Yes. And, uh,. Tall, dark, and asshole up there is up there. Can I see him? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna sling at him. 30 feet away and 40 feet up. That means it's 50 feet. 3, 4, 5 triangle. That's 55, I think, actually. Oh, wait. Uh, no. 3, 4, 5 triangle, and if you multiply it by 10, it's 50 feet. Someone did not pay attention in, geolo- in, in geology, is what I almost said. Geology? <laughs> well, speaking of it's, geology, it's... Meg, you could take a five-foot step across the rock and melee attack five-head uh, for a bonus, because he's prone. It's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could pull fine, out your lance and with reach from where well, you no, are, I you don't... could hit him. <laughs> drop my sling staff, though. I don't want to start just, like, littering the ground with my weapons. So, I'll just step forward and, like, slap him with my sling staff. Yes, man. I don't think yes. this guy's gonna be a problem, <laughs> but okay. I appreciate it. It's kind of hoping he killed me. Quack. 29 to Ooh, hit. Yeah. Nice. For nine bludgeoning. That'll do. How high up on the wall is this thing? He's... 30, uh, 30 feet up from you. From me, but what about Daisy? 15 feet above Daisy. Okay, never mind. So she's just going to stare at him and growl and be ready to get him if he comes anywhere near her. Alright. And I think with Flora beating these uh, prone Mongol men <laughs> on the ground surrounded by a <laughs> unconscious and face down in the gravel enemies. A badly wounded Zeke right next to her, down on the cellar floor. Stormak 
having a one-on-one -on -one fist fight with this hideous monster on the edge of an acid vat, and Sidriel just peppering arrows in through the front door, safe from the acrid fumes. I think that's where we're going to leave it for the week. Alright. Nice. So next time we just set the building on fire and stay outside, wait for them to come to us? Totally. <laughs> Real. We don't care about that woman anyway, so like, whatever. I mean... Jeez, about time. Bite me. <laughs> Let me just add another flesh golem hound to the map. <laughs>